0: To play this song from taylor swift because this could be the first song in a long time that maura is a fan of what yeah
1: yeah, yeah. from like taylor swift i like style too yeah this one seems to have a similar vibe to style
0: you like stripped down kind of chill taylor swift yeah. or yeah, yeah. mid-tempo Once in a while, a songwriter comes around who just figures it out. And when they figure it out, they can just turn anything into a hit song. Mm -hmm. Any thought, any idea they have, it just turns into a hit song.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, you think of legends like Mick Jagger, you know, who figured it out. Yes. Then there's bands that figure it out for one album.
1: Yeah, and then they disappear. And then they
0: disappear because they can't just like... Get it going they again. Can't do it they again. don't, they, because they, they haven't figured it out. Uh, That's why. It's so hard. They sort of got lucky in a way. Uh, and part of it comes from the fact that you can be in a band and you spend your whole. Career as a band coming up with that first album, your whole life yep. together as a band coming up with the first album. Yep. And then all of a sudden you have a year to come up with the second one. <laughs> or who knows these days how they do it. But, uh, you no,
1: know, you're right. It used
0: to be you tour it for a year and then you got another year to come up with another album and hopefully you got something good so you can tour for another year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like these days it's more about releasing singles and then just floating them out there. And then eventually you put out an album when there's enough singles and. Uh, Taylor Swift has a new album coming out in August, and she's already given us three singles in, what, uh, two months? Yeah. That never used to happen either.
1: love that song.
0: Chris Bundes, our producer, is still working on his first uh, major album. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, you've recorded a lot
0: of things. Nothing's hit yet, though. Uh,
2: nothing to the extent of like someone like a Taylor Swift. No. Sure had a little bit of radio play Did you uh, were you ever on the radio? Uh there was a little there was a couple singles that that did get a little bit of radio airplay but nothing major at all no Okay It wasn't like heavy rotation there was some college stations there was a couple stations in Toronto that added It was uh, really big at Guelph at the yeah. U, U of
1: G, so what happens when your song gets added? Do you get notified? Does someone say, "Hey, this radio station just added you"? Or uh,
2: the way it works is you you hire a radio tracker. Uh-huh. Um, record labels have their own in in house ones, and then there are separate radio trackers that work independently. <laughs> And they'll give you weekly reports. So mm. you'll hire a radio tracking company, and then they'll do like a two-month session or three, however you decide how long you want to push. The and you've sent
0: this uh, single out to all these stations, hoping that they're going to play it, right? And then
2: you'll get a report on who added how many times it's been spun, mm-hmm. so on and so on. And, so
0: on. and wh- where was the biggest um, response for your band? What was the name of your of the band that did the best that you've been a part of? Uh,
2: that band was called Mary Rose
0: Obsession. Um, the best in terms of... Like Mary Rose Obsession's biggest fan group. Was there one place where you guys just killed all the time?
2: Tro- uh, we also used to play at the Hard Rock Cafe in Toronto. Okay. they, they we, It was a popular spot for us. We would sell that place out all the time. Mm. Um, mm. You know- <laughs> Are you
1: sure they weren't there for the nachos and wings? <laughs>
2: No, that was downstairs. We were upstairs in Club 279.
0: more. they were all tourists. That's who went to the Hard Rock Cafe. (laughs) Filled it up with tourists. And by sellout, he just meant it was full because it was dinner time on a Saturday in the busiest tourist season. Oh, that's funny. No,
1: good for you. I know you guys did Uh, well.
0: Yeah, it's really hard. That is such a tough industry, being a musician and trying to break into things, because there's so many talented people, Yeah, and there's just, with the way radio works, there just isn't a lot of space for mm-hmm. new bands mm-hmm. up and coming
2: for ra- on radio stations. And you, as a new band, you have to have the right sound at the right time. Like Yeah. Th- because that, that band that I was in was a rock band and rock music was on its way out of that time. Radio stations weren't ad- adding mm. new rock bands. If you were a gold rock band and you came out with a new single, you'd get added. But mm-hmm. new bands that were playing rock music weren't getting added mm-hmm. as that particular style of alternative music was going more to an electronic feel. Yeah, well, if you're a new artist,
0: you don't want to have to release a song in the same month that new music came out from Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, <laughs> Ariana Sheeran. Grande, and Ed Sheeran putting out a song every week. Because you're right, there might there might be like in uh, April, a real just... Quiet time, and if you're new, you might be able to squeak your way in. Yeah, because
1: radio stations don't want to play too much new music at one time as well, because then everything we would play would be unfamiliar to the people listening, and one thing that people like is familiarity.
0: It's interesting because there are those people like me who want to be surprised by something I've never heard before. But that's probably because I'm constantly surrounded by familiar music at work.
2: Right. Well, that's interesting. What What's changed now is where Where I found that my new my new group is getting the most attention is doing the same thing as a radio tracker, but it's for Spotify. It's for music curated playlists. Right. And you get added into these playlists.
1: How do you get added into a playlist?
2: You would hire, uh, similar to like a radio tracker for for uh, terrestrial radio. They have them for for Playlisting for Spotify For Apple Music And you would contact these people And they would do the same Kind of program set up for you And get added into Curated playlists Uh And I find that you get Way more ads As people are listening To a random playlist They hear a song They're like oh I'll add that to my library Totally Mm -hmm. get Way more streams like that And build a bigger fan base That way than you are Actually through Through radio Radio now Well
0: Enough about that
1: what playlist are you getting added to? Crappy music I never <laughs> want to hear again? <laughs> I'm sorry I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm sure you guys are great
0: I want everybody to leave playlist this party's over and, and people are hanging around longer than they should
1: yeah yeah exactly kill the vibe playlist
0: oh my god we need to do a bit on our show where more just mean and the only person you're really mean to is Bundus. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: okay with Bundes though, because he's he gets it. Yeah, he's you know, cool our with it. boss literally said yesterday that she likes it when I mean.
0: Oh, I love it too. <laughs> it's funny. Well, if it if it's if it's done in a way that clearly you're joking,
1: right? Yes.
0: And so it's just it's so you wouldn't want to do it all the time. No. But what's nice is it's such a 180 degree you know turn from your normal character. Yes, yes. You're just headed in the other direction all of a sudden because <laughs> you're usually so nice and lovely. And and all of a sudden, you're like, "What playlist? Uh, you know, shitty songs."
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love
0: it. What were you making fun of him about yesterday? Uh, oh, his, his tattoo. tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> he said it was stupid. <laughs> and my voice this morning. Oh yeah, this morning we were making fun of Bundy's book. Uh, 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 <laughs> <I'm>, uh, cr- <laughs> Chris uh,
1: It's good though because you know, obviously you're a great sport, or I wouldn't be able to make fun of you. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. No, it's all fun. And, you know, you're allowed to dish it out, too. Yeah. It's only fair. Yeah. I mean, I, Mora picks on me. Okay, good to know. People are allowed to. But I'm yeah. usually good at picking back, so that's the only thing well, to yeah, remember. Yeah,
1: yeah. You got to deal it if you're going to dish it. Yeah, you got to be versa. able to
0: handle it if you're... You you
1: can not take the heat. Get out of the kitchen, bundus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of getting chirped, I got chirped big time by a guy I don't know who was just walking down the sidewalk. Oh, no. One of those people. You know, those people are like, I know everything, yes. and if I'm. It's my job to let you know where you've stepped out of line. I would
1: never chirp somebody that was just walking down the sidewalk. That that kind, the per, kind of person who does that, is a special kind of human being. Oh,
0: I, I'll give you the scenario, mm-hmm. and I'll fully admit. That I wasn't supposed to be doing what I was doing, yeah. but it was affecting nobody. Mm-hmm. I was at the LCBO on the Danforth in Toronto. I bought some booze. I had my bike there mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to be able to get to the other side of the Danforth uh, to go in the direction I needed to go to unless I went to the next traffic light, okay. which is a few buildings down. Okay. Okay. And so I essentially instead of walking my bike I sat on it and I biked at probably the slowest speed possible unless I would fall over. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the the sidewalk there is probably 20 feet wide. And this is in the morning on a weekday <laughs> uh-huh. and I was in nobody's way and this guy walks by me and he's like, "You're not supposed to ride your bike on the sidewalk." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've been told that too. And I would only do it in a circumstance where I knew I was safe and I wasn't gonna hit somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You know, the same way I go down a one way street on my bike at four AM because there's no other cars there. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't I try not to do things that interfere with anybody else. Yeah. If I'm gonna break a rule like that or did you have a line? No, but I got I, a
1: line for you.
0: Okay, I because what I was thinking in my head is like, shut your fat mouth, you <sighs> stupid fuck. No, you know, but no. I didn't. I didn't say yeah. anything. I was just. It's kind of like, what, did that guy just hurt me? Yeah. And before I knew it, he was, was sort of. I would have had to yell, and that would have been just dumb.
1: You say thanks, Dad. <laughs> That's what I say to people who say stuff. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> it feels good. It feels like a good little burn back, you know, where it's not going to start a fight. He's not going to turn around and punch you. But it's kind of like, calm down, buddy.
0: No? What what (laughs) about, good tip, shit for brains.
1: (laughs) No, he's going to turn around and punch you. Just say thanks, Dad. Uh, Thanks, Dad.
0: Well, I kind of just felt sorry for the guy because he just looked like a real... You know, pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's probably probably chirping people all day long. I got chirped the other day. Same kind of scenario where I was definitely in the wrong, but affecting no one. Mm -hmm. I jaywalked and I was honestly not affecting anyone. But a woman pulled up beside me, rolled down the window and said, there's a crosswalk right there. Yeah. And then drove away.
0: And it's not like she had to break or no. swerve well, or move have, out of your way. I wouldn't
1: have jaywalked yeah. if it was going to kill me. Well, you, you know? know what?
0: That's not jaywalking then. I remember uh, looking into jaywalking. Mm-hmm. Jaywalking is when you break the rules and it affects somebody else. Oh. You know really? what I mean? Yeah. So for it to be... to Sorry. It's probably jaywalking, but it's not... uh, You wouldn't get a ticket for it. Oh. In order to get a ticket for it, it has to affect traffic in some way.
1: Okay. Cause an accident. If you're
0: one of those guys... You know, you see those people, and uh, usually they're stoned out of their mind... Or, you know, not well mentally. And they just start walking across an intersection, even though there's full-on traffic going yes. and everyone's got to slow down. Yes. Like, that would be jaywalking. That would be punishable oh. by a ticket if the cop wanted to, you know, Okay. give the guy something or okay. a girl.
1: I just usually think if somebody goes out of their way to chirp you like that, that they're probably dealing with something pretty crappy. And yeah. And they're taking it out on you, so...
0: It's so funny. What
1: a sad world we'd live in if everyone played by the rules all the time. But I mean, there's a time
0: where you can totally be in the wrong. And Mm -hmm. it's when you almost run into somebody or you're interfering with someone who's walking on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. In the morning when I bike to work, I blow through red lights if there's nobody coming in the other uh, street all the time. I'm not going to sit and wait there (laughs) for three minutes for the light to switch over. But I wouldn't do that if there was traffic everywhere. Yes. You know, so if you are not affecting other people, mind your own business.
1: Yeah, but you
2: can't say the same thing if you are driving a car. You can't just blow red lights in a
0: car. Well, you can, you, oh, you, but yeah. if you are not affecting anybody, you can. But you are going to get a ticket
2: more so than you if you are on a bike. But if you are on a bike, let's say you are at a like traffic lights with uh, the camera. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you are on a bike and you go, you don't. Stop. Yeah, no one's. No you are no not getting a, not ticket, getting in a ticket in that right.
0: There's no license plate or anything like that.
2: It's not fair. It's not fair for us drivers. Well,
0: I, look, I've uh, certainly, there's been some intersections where I've blown through a red light at 4 a.m. because no one's there and I know there's no camera. Yeah. I mean, again, if no one's around, who cares?
1: Also, I feel like there should be perks for people who are biking and perks for pedestrians. Like, if you're walking, then. You should get to jaywalk once in a while. If you're on your bike, then you should get to take it on the sidewalk once in a while because you're helping the environment. You're not in a car. You're not adding to traffic.
0: It's funny when you're on a street, a busy street that has no cars on it, and there's tons of people still waiting at the light. So take Adelaide, for example. Yeah. It's one way in Toronto. If you're waiting to cross Adelaide, but you can see down as far as the eye can see, there's no cars. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll just walk across Yeah. And then there'll be six people Who are still waiting at the intersection For the light to turn And they look at me And they give me like a dirty look The stinker Yeah And I think well, What would you do if the lights were out? Would you be capable of crossing the road? <laughs> or do you need to be told when it's okay? Mm-hmm. I guess because I grew up in Montreal yes. and, and jaywalking is so much more prevalent it there really Than it is, is in Toronto
1: I lived in Montreal for five years I went to university <laughs> there Everybody jaywalks It's just common Like if it's safe Walk across. If it isn't, don't walk. That's just kind of the rule here. It's like no, you have to stand there like an idiot, even if there is no traffic.
0: The you wanted to know something crazy. I don't know if you've ever lived in a place where traffic will stop no matter where they are for pedestrians. But if you live in a city in Saskatchewan, like Regina or Saskatchewan or Saskatoon and you're crossing a street that could be as busy as, uh, what would be an example, Avenue or whatever.
1: Oh, okay? so like a very busy like street. Like a busy
0: three lanes on each side kind of street. Mm-hmm. Someone could be between intersections, and if they start appearing like they want to cross the road, cars will stop without there being a light, without there being a crosswalk. And
1: will they be upset about it? Will well, they honk?
0: I would be, because I'd be behind them going, what the hell? Why is everyone stopping? And then I'll see someone walk across the street and I'll be like, what? It took me a while to figure out that that's what people do there. That pedestrians really do have the right of way in every instance in which they want to head across the road. I mean, different if you're on the Trans-Canada Highway or something. Yeah. But on, you know, just busy city streets, people will stop for pedestrians, whether it's an intersection or not. It's amazing. I mean, it's crazy.
1: Aren't they so friendly there too?
0: Super friendly. Yeah. Depends. Some of the small towns, that can be a little uh, backwards. I think I told you the story. We were talking about it this morning on our radio show. Yes. When I lived in that town at 2,900 and people were making fun of me and you know saying horrible things to me. Because you had an earring. Because I had an earring and wore <laughs> city clothes right. in this farm town right. at this radio station. But for the most part, if you're in Regina and you're at a grocery store and you're in line, you just start talking to the person you're beside. Huh. And you're on the street, you make eye contact with someone, you say good morning. Yeah. Like you acknowledged the... That connection that you're having, as brief as it may be. Yeah, I remember when I moved to London from Saskatchewan. I kind of got in that frame of mind. Sure. And so I'd be in the grocery store line, and you start <laughs> chatting with someone, and they think you're nuts. Yeah. Like, or why they are think you they're, talking they're to me? That you're
1: trying to pick them up or something. Yeah, or
0: some scam or whatever it yeah. is. Be like, hey, how's it going today? You know, like you, you just don't really do that in Ontario.
1: Yeah, it's like Newfoundland as well. My roommate in university was uh, from Newfoundland, and she said you would never walk by somebody on the sidewalk and not say good morning or hello. It's incredibly rude to do that, to just ignore people. Which makes me feel sad that we think it's okay to do that
0: You know what it is though What? I can't say this about the Maritimes Because there's some pretty nice places But it's the Saskatchewan I mean you have to be nice Because it's such a horrible place to live
1: (laughs) So you'd never go back, eh? Oh my god Never?
0: Uh, uh, I'd have to be unemployed Yeah And they'd have to offer so much money That they would never pay, by the way Right and, uh, for you to go back for So me you're not to go going back. back You're
1: not going back
0: I wouldn't go to Winnipeg I wouldn't go to Regina I wouldn't go to Saskatoon uh,
1: Really? You wouldn't go to Winnipeg? Because I am I have a friend We have a mutual friend yeah. Who's in Winnipeg right now who's Posting most the most beautiful pictures I've seen yeah. Of beaches
0: You know who loves Winnipeg? Who? People from Winnipeg Ah You know who doesn't like Winnipeg? <laughs> Everybody else <laughs> No, there's beautiful places There's Lake of the Woods Which uh, is not too far away Lake Winnipeg There's lots of nice places but the, the bugs are bad yeah, Winters like, are cold And there's n- The problem with Winnipeg Is there's nothing Like At least if you're in Sask- Saskatoon for example mm-hmm. You can drive to Calgary Or Edmonton There's places to go from there Right Winnipeg You got nothing
1: You got nada You
0: got what Thunder Bay That's like I don't know Seven hours to the east Yikes. However long it is And then Regina and Saskatoon Right <laughs> filled with people That if you're not from there are trying to get out of there <laughs> I don't know. It was neat. It was neat to live there for a while. It was neat to see the prairies. It's pretty cool, all that flat land. Yeah. Especially when the crops are blooming. Beautiful. You're going through like a field of canola, and the field is as far as the eye can see, and it's all this bright, bright yellow.
1: Gorgeous. Or flax
0: would be purple. Yeah. It's neat. People should go through there at some point uh-huh. on the way to somewhere way cooler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Or
0: plan a layover. You know, fly to Vancouver and do a stop mm-hmm. in Saskatoon. Saskatoon's not a bad city. Regina was pretty bad at the time when I lived there. Might be better now. It's so funny, though, that, you know, I'm talking about how people need to chill out and rules are for losers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yet, how long did I uh, go on this morning? You were kind of pushing my buttons, though, when I was talking about driving. Eight
1: minutes. Eight minute rants on... you <laughs> mean, <sighs> you get going on this left lane thing, oh. the passing lane. I know. You are the rule master. You love rules. Well,
0: only when it affects other people. You got to follow the rules when it affects other people. And it's driving me crazy it being in my car on the 401 every weekend and I do it to myself because yeah. I don't have to be doing it. Yep. But we need a complete re-education of highway driving in Ontario, well, in Canada, like we need to re-educate every driver. I'm convinced now because it's the Wild West out there on the highways. Nobody is doing what they're supposed to be doing. And because of that, it's creating traffic and creating really extremely dangerous situations. Well, how
1: much time do you think it's adding to your drive? It's, on, you know, you how much time? Do you well, think in some
0: it? cases, it's creating traffic
1: mm-hmm.
0: where there shouldn't be traffic. And then it gets worse and worse as it goes. So in some cases, it could add, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour to a drive or something. But it's the frustration of it all.
1: Yeah, I think you're shaving years off your life by doing that drive every weekend.
0: Yeah, you know, you're probably... uh, Well, on Fridays, it's okay. It's Sunday coming back on the 401 from the Kingston area. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure people deal with this coming down the 400 or Mm -hmm. I don't know wherever else people are coming from on a Sunday back from a cottage. But if people just... Like, volume doesn't bother me. Because mm-hmm. volume is out of everybody's control. When there's just so many people, you just do what you can do. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone tailgating. That might be annoying. Mm-hmm. But it's when traffic's moving and people are blocking lanes mm-hmm. because they just don't know to move over if they're not passing. Like if If you were to ask me... What we need to do, I would say that, uh, first of all, they shouldn't be giving driver's licenses to people who haven't passed a highway test. Like, you might do some highway driving with your driver's ed, if you're taking driver's ed. Yeah. But when you go and take your test for the license, they never take the time to bring somebody on a highway and drive for a while. Never. And there's so many people that have no clue on what the rules are. Mm -hmm. They just think, ah, you pick a lane, you drive in it. Yeah. Someone's slow in front of you, you pick another lane and go by them. And it's not supposed to work that way. Mm -hmm. Every lane other than the far right lane is a passing lane. And so if you're not passing someone, you got to move right back over to the right. I know, you look at me like I'm a crazy person, but it's the rule. And if everyone followed that. But the problem is you get these people who maybe even know the rules, but I I refer to them as the governors of speed. Yes. Where they pick the speed (laughs) they think is the max speed you should be driving in the left lane. And if you want to drive faster, they think that you shouldn't be able to. Yeah. I'm going to sit here. I'm driving
1: 120. Well, the, you you call them governors of speed. It would be most of the people out there that do that. It's very few people who are using the right lane properly. The right? left lane. Well, yeah, but or they the should, right lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if, if you're people, in the, you should. Most if, people have a favorite lane that they like to sit in. Yeah. and then away they go.
0: It's crazy. And so, to me, in order to gain control of this. Everybody, there should be a date in which, you know, when your driver's license expires, yes. where we do a complete re education <laughs> of people who are driving cars That'd right be now. The worst. Would what, that no? not be the worst? But it might be as simple as you just go online and it just shows you examples right. of what you're supposed to do because there really are a lot of people who don't even realize that you know, slower traffic, keep right, no matter how fast you're going. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember we had that OPP officer on. Yeah. And you're like, well, if you're driving 120, you're speeding, so you're in the wrong anyway. Everyone should be driving 100. But they too, they would be the first to tell you, if someone wants to drive faster and they're behind you, you move over and you let them through. Yeah. And the problem, too, now is with everybody who has this cruise control that's, um, what do you call it, Um, that, that sets the speed based on how fast the car in front of you is going. My wife has uh, that in her car. Mm-hmm. I think it's like variable cruise control. So it has sensors and as you get close to a car, it'll slow you down behind. Mm-hmm. But it slows you down so far back that not the person in front of you may not even know you want to get by. Oh. So that you can't do the, oh, I'm going to go right up behind them. They're going to know they're going to move over. Right. And so you end up with these huge clusters of cars driving down a highway and there's no one in front and no one in back, but everyone's just jammed in here because there's two cars that aren't passing each other. And it's in To the point where I want to get a dash cam and start a YouTube channel
1: where I just start outing people and and start the re-education myself. I think you you should actually do the opposite. You should blindfold yourself as soon as you get in the car. (laughs) Take some ambience Uh, and uh, put the seat back and let your wife drive because you can't handle it.
0: I can't handle it. You
1: need... To chill, baby. I (laughs)
0: can I can handle traffic. I just can't handle people that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. I know, but
1: that means you can't. But
0: we could fix it. We could fix it if we. It's not. First of all, (laughs) moving forward, everyone who gets a driver's license, like we're making the driver's license too easy to get.
1: Yeah. You know how
0: many bad drivers there are out there Mm -hmm. that are just like clueless. Yes. We got to make. It, it, people feel like a driver's license is a right. It isn't. It's a privilege. That's true. And so, and it should be the same for tractor trailers. I think people who drive tractor trailers and people who drive them will tell you this it's way too easy for them to get their license. Yep. And maybe that's because we need so many of them to move all our stuff from point A to point B, Mm -hmm. but it's way too easy. There's people who get their tractor trailer licenses who've never even spent a winter in Canada driving in the winter, Mm -hmm. and their first experience being in 20 centimeters of snow is behind the wheel of this massive, you know, Transport transport truck, which can cause like crazy damage to cars and people. Sure. So why not make it harder to get your driver's license by forcing the people who administer the test to bring people on the highway and test their knowledge of all that stuff. And if you have your license, when it comes to renew, you put a quick program in and you do a a re-education where you have to answer all these questions before you can, yeah. you know, just make it online. Oh, I want to renew it. Okay, here's my money. Oh, but you got to pass this test. And you
1: to $40 to redo this test.
0: Because no, no. chances are you got to go either in person or do it online anyway. Uh-huh. So just put a component in there where you're not allowed to press renew until you answer all those questions and have a full understanding. Like, just like they would if you, uh, I don't know. When do they make you do that?
1: Um...
0: If I, you know, my kids in hockey, my kids in hockey, I have to go online and I have to pass a test to make sure I'm not going to be a dick parent yelling at the refs and my coaches and my daughter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a play fair thing. Mm -hmm. They do it there in recreational hockey. Why can't we do it for something as important as (laughs) driving a vehicle down a highway at a, you know, over a hundred kilometers an hour.
1: They do that? I had no idea. Yeah, they do that for coaching now. Yeah.
0: Well, no, not just coaching as a parent. Oh, as a parent, as a parent, when you have a kid in the league, like I, our kids play in Leaside, uh, the women's Leaside League, mm-hmm. and as a parent, you have to uh, go through this whole thing. Wow. It's ridiculous, mm-hmm. because to me, it's all common sense stuff. Right. Like, if your daughter doesn't play well in a game, do you, A, you know, like, yell at her in the car because she was bad, <laughs> or B, you know, <laughs> tell her it's just for fun, and we'll get them next time. You know what I mean? Like, it's th- sure. it's that black and white in a lot of cases, but they make you watch all these videos of people having awkward conversations. And, really? Yeah.
2: I honestly don't know like I to a certain extent I think educating people is important but I, I really feel like in, when it comes to driving there are so many asshole drivers out there anyway even if they know these things they're still going to do stupid things on the road yeah like what drives me crazy is is people merging onto traffic not following like the lane to the to the end where it cuts off where you're supposed to actually merge into traffic or you'll get guys that because a lane is bunged up they'll go off onto the shoulder and they'll just try and get up you know five ten cars more. yeah Yeah,
0: I I see that a lot too. Yeah, people, you got three lanes on a highway, let's say, that are stop and go. And then you have a lane that's coming onto the highway, a merging lane. People will be on the highway, then move into that lane that's really just meant for people who are coming on the highway. Yeah, they'll move up five cars and it's always a BMW or an Audi, like 85% of the time, which by the way, beautiful cars. Sure, they're fun to drive, love to own one, but why is it they attract such
1: dicks? I don't know.
0: That that should be another part of this uh, <laughs> Tucker's driving re-education, is that you shouldn't be allowed to dr- oh, buy a BMW or an Audi without passing a test and proving you're not a dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we need to break out the hose? <laughs> Should I hose you down?
0: I think this would be a great time to announce my candidacy uh, for president (laughs) of the world, Maura. Oh, God.
3: Hello, people of the world. It's me, Tucker, your future president. (laughs) Here on in. Rule number one. If you are caught... Driving in the fast lane, with nobody to your right, and you're blocking traffic, that will be punishable by DEATH! Vote for me, Tucker, President of the World.
1: Everyone would be dead!
3: Well the highway would uh, have a lot fewer people driving on it, that's for sure. Thank you. Do you like my President of the World voice? Ah
1: like Batman.
3: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Different voice. <laughs> Different bit. I feel like the
0: president of the world should have like a more authoritative voice. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: I hear you. Yeah.
3: Also, on my platform, Laura, Yeah. if somebody chirps you uh-huh. for jaywalking <laughs> when you haven't interfered with everybody, uh-huh. we will cut off one finger <laughs> every time they do it. First offense, it'll be like the handmaid's tale. Oh, nice. When a woman gets caught reading when they're not supposed to, <laughs> they lose a finger.
1: Perfect. You got my vote.
3: Tucker for president of the world. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel sorry for your wife, Deb, man. When you I guys do are too. driving. I do
0: Ooh. too. It's better when I'm alone. Really? Well, because no one has to no su- one be has subjected to, to the you. nightmare that it is being beside me. She would be the first to tell you. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it is. Well, cause I'll, I, I, it's not that I'm freaking out the whole way. Just, it's just every car I pass on the right because they're doing 115 and I want to drive 125 or whatever. I just look at them and I'll be
1: like... You know, giving them the, oh, yeah, way to go.
0: Thanks for blocking the lane.
1: You know what you need to do? Before you do every drive, go get yourself an ice cream cone because it's really hard to be angry when you're holding an ice cream cone in one hand.
2: I'm serious. <laughs> it would be you... really funny to watch someone yell at you while holding an ice cream cone. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's what I want to see. Uh, I want to see you get mad while holding an ice cream cone.
2: <laughs> and then he, a little uh, pause, takes a lick, continues yeah. to yell. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you
0: fuck. <laughs> Hang on a sec. <laughs> Tiger tail. Mm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You always make fun of me for the ice cream I like, though. So, what ice cream? Okay. Oh, rum and raisin? No, no, it's <laughs> rum and raisin. It's got to be rum and raisin. It's not. It's pralines and cream. Oh, wow.
3: Well,
1: okay. Which, it's for just,
0: some reason, according to more, is like an old man's yeah, ice cream. Yeah, it sounds like...
1: Yeah, it's either rum and raisin or pralines and cream. No.
0: Like, uh... Ask
1: any old man what he's getting. He's getting rum and raisin or pralines and cream. No, it
0: might be uh, butter pecan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or butter pecan. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. If you, if honestly, if you chirp me on uh, pralines (laughs) and cream, it's because you've never had it.
1: You know what? My dad used to have pralines and cream. That's why it makes me think of old men.
0: Yeah. He was smart. It's a, <laughs> and I don't eat chocolate. So to me, it's like about as crazy as you can get without throwing chocolate in there.
1: Yeah, you're missing out.
0: You know, I would love to eat cookie dough ice cream, but it's always chocolate chip. How come they don't have oatmeal raisin cookie oh. dough ice cream? Because <laughs> no
1: one would order it, Tucker. I don't know. Unless you were 75.
0: Oh. <laughs> Why can't they have peanut butter cookie dough oh. ice cream?
1: Yeah, I feel sorry for you with the whole chocolate thing. Oh. Although
0: maybe I should just start. I've, I mean, forever I said I couldn't drink caffeine.
1: And then, and then you were fine.
0: Well, I, I think as I get, as I'm getting older, I'm growing out of some of my triggers for migraines. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of people doing that, of that happening. Mm-hmm. So, or may I just get fewer of them. Yeah. So I stayed away from caffeine forever because when I was in high school and I tried coffee a bunch of times, it made me feel awful.
1: Uh-huh. You were in high
0: school. I know. And then, it, But then you get this list of triggers. And when you get migraines, you don't want to get them. For me, I don't get pain. I get dizzy and nauseous. So it oh. feels like the onset of a flu. Oh. And, uh, and I feel nauseous. Yeah. So it's just not worth it. So, you know, um, I'd never drink red wine. But I've never drank enough red wine to find out if I really do get migraines from them. But there's such a common trigger that I just stayed away from it. But I feel like I should just start experimenting now.
1: Same with chocolate, I eh? You never really... Uh,
0: no, uh, chocolate definitely made me feel sick when oh, I was in my teens. Oh, And uh, it made me feel awful, yeah. And so now I just... And to be honest, chocolate's weird because when you stop eating it forever, yeah, it's not necessarily the best tasting thing. It's very strong. Uh-huh. You know, I prefer Reese's Pieces because oh. it's got the peanut butter inside. Right. Candy shell.
1: Well, then don't worry about it. You're not missing out on But much.
0: Beer beer used to make me like I would be in the bathroom thinking I was going to throw up and I'd had two beers when I started really? getting migraines. Yeah. And my dad was the same way. I don't know what it is. Someone said it could be the histamines. I don't know what. And people are like, oh, try organic beer. It's just it was never worth it for me.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's probably good that I don't drink beer because I think I would love it. And I would be extra fat because of it.
1: Beer belly guy. Yeah.
0: So I drink tequila and vodka, which just so happened to be like the healthiest of the hard alcohols Mm -hmm. for calories.
1: Delicious hard alcohol. I'm coming over to, I stayed away. I was definitely feeling like I should never drink hard alcohol until I became a bar owner. And now Mm. I'm loving it.
2: Yeah, it's the best. It's
1: the best. Yeah. we'll raise a glass to this one.
0: Kicks in nice and quick, too. But got to be careful. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Well, that is it. I think the lesson, the takeaway from today's podcast...
1: Is Tucker needs a hose down?
0: Is that people gotta learn how to drive on the highway?
1: Uh huh. And it,
0: if you're one of those people, just to, don't be ashamed, just know moving forward <laughs> that if someone's behind you, move over. If people are passing you on the right all the time on the highway, you're in the wrong lane. And
1: get an ice cream cone for the road, baby.
0: <laughs> you can't get mad while you're eating rum raisin ice cream, right? Laura. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you again. Don't forget to subscribe, if you haven't already, to our podcast so you know when they're up. And we got the Take Two podcast that's always up, uh, usually the day after this one goes up. Yeah. So that's just a recap of all the things we were doing on the radio on Energy
1: 95.3. Thanks for listening.